I'd get neck pain and back pain. And my doctor would brush it off as, oh, sweetie, you're just a young mom. Don't worry about it. You know, this is, it's normal. Yeah, that's not normal. It's common. That's not normal. Welcome to the Thriving Mother Podcast where we talk about ways to redefine our journey in motherhood and honor the ways to embrace our expanded identity. Each season, we feature inspiring women who are industry leaders, practitioners, mother-led business owners, and visionaries who all have one thing in common supporting modern women in motherhood as they expand, redefine, and embrace their new identity. I'm your host, motherhood mentor, brand and business coach, and founder of Thrive, Casey James. Let's journey together in reshaping how we show up for ourselves in motherhood, in our everyday life, and honor this version of ourselves. Are you ready? Let's get started. On today's episode, we are talking about maternal health and dentistry. This conversation is going to surprise you. I had the pleasure to sit down and talk to Dr. Mandeep Johal, who owns a successful and growing airway-focused integrative office, family dental center, and tongue and lip tie center in Guelph, Ontario. The Family Dental Center is the first tongue and lip tie center in Canada. Dr. Johal's passion for learning grew from her own personal experiences. Having noticed her three-year-old child had crowded teeth through continuing education, she learned he was tongue-tied and had sleep apnea. This was an eye-opener for Dr. Johal because it explained all the struggles she and her firstborn had in his first year of life. This formed a new passion. She is now on a mission to advocate for women and children's health. She treats patients from all ages from 0 to 100. Dr. Johal strongly believes to successfully treat patients, collaboration with other medical professionals is key for lifelong lasting results. She is collaborating and teaching osteopaths, chiropractors, naturopaths, physiotherapists, nutritionists, ENTs, midwives, and SLPs. And this conversation is something that I think is so important because it opens up a new way of learning about how you take care of yourself as a mother in more of a holistic way. So let's get into this episode with Dr. Mandeep. Welcome to the Thriving Mother podcast. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs> I'm really interested in having this conversation with you today because I don't know a lot of information around the mouth and maternal health and dentistry. And so I've been kind of picking and selecting information through my journey as a mother and <laughs> finding a lot of surprises when I visit the dentist's office with myself and my kids. So I'm just excited to dive into this conversation with you today. Okay. So let's just begin by having you share why you believe having a healthy mouth is so important for women's health and well-being. That's a great question. 
I feel like when we think of medicine or dentistry or chiropractic, we think of it in such a silo practitioner way, meaning like, oh, let's just deal with the head and neck that's separate. Kidneys separate. We got, we got doctors for different systems, but, but it is all connected. So my journey has led me to learn about what chiros do and nutritional, uh, nutritional paths do learn from endocrinologists about all the hormones that affects our whole body because hormones affect the mouth as well. So it is all connected. So a healthy mouth is key because if there is something going on systemically, I see it in the mouth. And the number one thing is going to be bleeding in the mouth. Mm-hmm. If I see their gums are bleeding, it's common, but it's not normal. Yeah. That tells me there is something systemically going on, not just in the mouth. So that's how I approach it in clinic is um, we look further into why are your gums bleeding before pregnancy, during or after. Mm-hmm. I think that's so important, the holistic approach. Yeah. 100%. All of us. And just touch a little bit on fertility and dentistry. How yes. does that all? Thank um, you. Thank you so much for asking that because... Patients um, are so shocked. They're like, whoa, what do you mean? Like, this is important for me. I should be getting, I should get, like, women are surprised that they should be getting their teeth cleaned during pregnancy. Some of them are actually under the impression that they should stay away from the dentist, which blows my mind. But I could understand that too, because of the amalgam fillings and the way maybe mainstream dentistry is being done, but from a holistic natural or like a biological dental point of view, it's, it's important. Mm-hmm. So studies have shown that if you do have gum disease, periodontitis, uh, periodontitis, or even mild gum disease, there's been linked to preterm birth, low term, a low birth weight and gestional diabetes. So how do they know this? What they did was they found bacteria that's supposed to be in the mouth, in the placenta, in the lining of the uterus. That bacteria can travel because if your gums are bleeding, blood goes through the rest of the body, that bacteria travels. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's really fascinating. So keeping your mouth healthy, coming in for regular checkups is key. And what I do in-house is we um, do, we use a microscope. So we do saliva analysis just to take a look at what type of bacteria you have and how we could coach you better in the mouth and systemically to make your gums stronger. Mm -hmm. I had no idea the links between all of that. I mean, that's just fascinating. And I'm sure that, like you said, not very many people do. Like, that's not really something that's discussed. And But I do want to mention a really important side note that this also affects men. I know this is for women, but I I feel like as a mom myself, um, I have two kids. We, it took a long time for me to conceive my, my oldest, mm. probably took about two years. And as a mom, or as a woman, we feel the guilt. Like, mm-hmm. what am I doing wrong? But guess what, ladies? Gum disease and decay affect men as well. It affects their sperm. So studies yeah. have shown that as well, right? Yeah. It yeah. takes two to make a baby. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, I think that's so important. That's so great you pointed that out too. Yeah. yeah, that mom guilt never leaves, even before the child's born. That's so true. It is so true. <laughs> um, so what are, I mean, you started talking about these right now, but what are some of the common myths that you can debunk regarding dentistry and women's health, in particular, mother's health? So the one I just told you about the cleanings, right? 
yeah. come in before. But the one that really strikes home to me um, in my personal experience is, you know, we have young children. Um, well, mine are eight and six now, but when they were little, I, I, headaches, I get migraines, grinding my teeth. You know, we're sleep deprived. Kids are yeah. young. Yeah. Um, I get neck pain and back pain. And my doctor would brush it off as, Oh, sweetie, you're just, you're just a young mom. Don't worry about it. You know, this is, it's normal. Yeah. That's not normal. Mm-hmm. It's common, but I don't like when they say the word it's normal. Mm-hmm. It's just common. They need mm-hmm. to start rechange. They need to change that word mm-hmm. because when you say it's normal, you're just, you're just supposed to live through and push through it. Right. So I, I, I really big advocate for moms to make sure that, yes, I know we're going to be sleep deprived because a little, mm-hmm. um, but the little quality of sleep that the little sleep that we are getting, it should be the highest quality of sleep mm-hmm. during pregnancy before and after. Yeah. And um, that's another thing that's brushed off when we're pregnant is, Oh yeah, she's not sleeping because she's pregnant. Um, the quality of sleep that you have while you're pregnant affects your baby. Mm-hmm. So, I always ask, I do a sleep questionnaire for all my patients, especially pregnant women is, are you snoring? Mm-hmm. And fifth, more than 50% of them say they're snoring. And they're like, isn't that normal? Because, you know, I put on some weight. I'm like, no, it's again, not normal. It's common, yeah. but it's not normal. So yeah. I get them on a breathe right strip. We get them. I give them like exercises to do. Like there's tons of things that we can do. But I think it's really important for women to know that just because they say it's normal, mm-hmm. it's not normal. It's common. There's a big mm-hmm. difference. I'm sorry I keep reiterating that again and again, but that me, it, it took me time to register that in my head. Yeah. I just had a mom in the other day and she was talking about, I, I release tongue ties for babies okay. and um, the mom was like, am I tongue tied? I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. You are tongue tied. And I'm like, you know, do you get neck pain or back pain? She goes, Oh, I'm breastfeeding two kids. She has a two year old and she has a baby. Wow. And she's like, you know, so my neck starts to hurt my shoulder and right between the shoulder blades. But she goes, you know, I'm feeding a two year breastfeeding a two year old and a baby. So that's, it's normal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. I go, your body is compensating. Um, I would love to help you with it, but before I can help you, go see a manual therapist, get a massage, go see a chiro, go see an osteo to help you positionally so you're not in pain and discomfort. So we can be better moms, yeah. right? Like, like we want to, we do so much, but we got to do self-care to be there for them. A hundred percent. I mean, I talk about that all the time as well. And I just want to touch on like, I really appreciate you saying this. It's not normal. It's common. Yes. I feel like that, like, just like that you're saying that right now, like I feel seen because there's been all those little small things that when I go to my doctor, it's like, no, no, you're just sleep deprived or, you know, this is just early motherhood and it will, you know, it will pass. And you know, having someone like you who's advocating for women, mothers, knowing that, you know, they're actually seen and they can feel supported is so, so important. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Because it's personal, right? Like I've gone through it and now with everything that I've learned, I'm like, wait a minute, like I shouldn't have gone through that. Like it was a lot emotionally and physically to be constantly told that it's okay, sweetie. (laughs) 
God, I hate when they say that. I was like, I it's okay, sweetie. I know. Like, it's not okay. It's not okay. It's not okay. And so what would you say to parents? What are some noteworthy facts that you feel parents should know? Kind of let's switch this around. Mm-hmm. About their children's health and their children's dental health. I'm not going to touch on the obvious about brushing and flossing because you should be doing that. <laughs> but the most common things that I'm noticing the parents are seeking me out, needing help for because they're not getting the answers. They're, the questions aren't being answered is watch your kids sleep. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by this is I'm guilty of it. My kids, like I said, are 20 minutes apart. So when they would go to sleep, I would shut the door and go to bed and like we do a little dance like yeah they're down you know (laughs) and then I would wake up in the morning I'm like wow just the best sleep ever nobody cried nobody woke me up Mm -hmm. so that went on for a bit and then I realized oh my gosh when I was actually told to by another physician another dentist to say Mindy check out how your kids sleep my son was mouth breathing mouth wide open tossing and turning snoring and are you ready? One was grinding his teeth, but my oldest would actually pause breathing at nighttime. And so he had sleep apnea and I was like, Oh my God, like that was so emotional to me at so many levels from the line of work that I'm in. I couldn't, I didn't recognize it in my own child and that I didn't see it as a mother because he was such a great kid and he is, he never gave me any trouble. He's the oldest, right? Mm-hmm. Never gave me any trouble. He was great at school. It just, I never got to look. Mm-hmm. So I stress to parents, watch your kids sleep. Open mouth breathing is not normal. It's, it could be common, but it's not normal. Snoring, absolutely zero snoring in babies and adults, but different yeah. subject. Um, so I would look for, that's what I look for in my clinic. Okay. okay. Um, because if you're sleeping with the mouth open yeah. at nighttime and you're like, I don't know when my child's getting cavities all the time. I brush and floss. Yeah. Yes. I always believe the parents. I always, it's 2021. Who yeah. does not have a brush and yeah. who does not understand cavities by now? Right. Yeah. So I always believe the parents, but then I had to look for other things. And it usually comes back to the mouth being dry at nighttime mm-hmm. and the tiny little bit of plaque that was left for that poor child cavitated the tooth right away. Wow. Okay. So address the sleep um, is the most important thing. And then if they're sleeping well, guess what? Their behavior during the day will be great. So a lot of parents that I see as well are struggling with um, ADHD, girls and boys. It affects both, not mm-hmm. just boys. And I'm not saying this good sleep will cure it, but you will see their behavior improve tenfold just by addressing their sleep. So I know it's not what you were expecting. <laughs> Brush no. and floss. No, I, I address sleep from a totally different angle. Ah, uh, that's, this is the first time I've heard of all of that. And I actually, my oldest <gasps> son has all of those things that you talked oh. about and he has so many cavities. He's eight. Oh. So there's so much information that I am just absorbing right now. See? And now as a mom, like I, as a mom, like when I see moms in my clinic, I had a, a nutritionist literally ball in my chair when she was told by another dentist her daughter had nine cavities she was nine years old nine cavities she had to be sedated she's like Mandy what am I doing wrong with my child Mm -hmm. you know because she's doing everything nutritionally vitamins minerals and brushing and flossing but it was the mouth breathing her tonsils were massive you know wow 
So for those common, those things that you do, like, do you just go back to your dentist and do you address those with your dentist or how could you, like, you see their mouth open, you see all this mm-hmm. happening. What, what do you do next? Like, how can you help support them? What we do is depends on the age of the child. We have different treatment options depending on the age group. I mean, like I said, I treat babies all the way to adults. Right. So babies, we coach moms, we'll give them simple little exercises to do. Children Mm -hmm. is the same. We give them exercises to do, but we can do online consultations. It's different because not every dentist is trained the same. Right. Like what we learn in school is the same, but it's what we learn after. And I've spent like my son's oldest is eight. I started this journey when he was about turning three because I just, he had crowded teeth. That's what I started from. I was just like, how do I prevent this from him getting ortho, getting braces for 10 years or eight years? You know what I mean? Like his teeth are so crowded. It's not going to outgrow it. So every dentist is trained differently. So I would say look for an airway focused dentist. Got it. Or you can book like an online consultation. There's so much guidance we can give one-on-one depending on the situation of of the family, the household, and the child. Amazing. That's great. So two last quick questions. For all the busy moms out there, what are a few simple tips you can suggest we do every day to maintain a healthy mouth? Okay. So besides the obvious of brushing and flossing, (laughs) uh, I'm not a big advocate for mouthwashes and chemical stuff. I'm, I'm not a big advocate for that. I would say, and this is going to be again another shocker for you, get your vitamin D3 levels checked, okay? This should be something that's done if you're trying to conceive before we try to get pregnant because these babies, if you don't have that reserve, they deplete you. And vitamin D3, are you ready for this? Is another big shocker because this crap, I could not believe this. My osteo told me this, that you're less likely to have a cesarean if you have high levels of vitamin D3. Wow. Because, and, and they've done studies. There are numerous studies that are out there that support this. But I was like, I don't know anybody that's ever gotten their vitamin D3 levels checked when they get pregnant or they're trying to get pregnant. And like I said, I've had two kids. I mean, I'm talking about situations, not the kid baby's breach or whatever, but like I just wasn't dilating. I didn't understand why wouldn't I just dilate? My water broke. Get this baby out of me. But anyways, so get your vitamin D3 levels checked because it is a hormone regulator. It helps with decay. It helps balancing your hormones. It helps give you optimal sleep. Yeah, it helps everything, not just teeth or bone, literally everything. So that's another part of my sleep protocol for parents and and for women is get your D3 levels checked and supplement. Wow. You have been such an incredible source of uh, wisdom today. Thank you so much for everything. I have one last important question. Mm -hmm. Every guest that is on the podcast and being a mom yourself, what has surprised you the most about yourself so far in your motherhood journey? Oh, man. (laughs) This is kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to share it anyways. Growing up, I saw all these amazing things my mom did for us. You know, she always made sure we ate well, had her vitamins, she would juice for us, like, and she worked three jobs, she did everything. But then when I got older, I was like, oh, mom, you got to take care of yourself. Like, what's going on? Like, you're letting yourself go. Like, as a teenager, okay, just as a teenager, 
very rude, I guess. I'm sorry. Um, but I was like, mom, I'm like, you know, I'm never going to let that happen to me. Like, how could you do that? She's like, you just wait. I'm like, Mm-mm, not going to happen. Well, yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Uh-huh. <laughs> we do so much for our kids that we have to take time for ourselves. I know we talk about it, but I think it's important to keep talking about it, to keep reminding each other, please take that time for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because the kids need us, but we have to be our optimal selves inside and outside. Mm-hmm. Right. So I can't, I told my mom that the other day. I couldn't believe I told her that, <laughs> but I was, yeah, it embarrasses me because I was like, no, it's never going to happen to me. It's never yeah. going to happen. We're running a business, you know, um, it just with the kids and it's just, it's a lot of work. It's a lot. <laughs> and you don't realize until you're in it. I have, you know what? It's not embarrassing. <laughs> I have felt the same way. So I think you're speaking to so many others that can relate to this, but it is so true. It is yeah. continually reminding ourselves this. And, and don't feel bad. So what I've done for myself is just do one little thing a week, not even a day. Yeah. <laughs> I've told myself a week. And that could be a simple thing as an exfoliating mask. Yeah. You know what? I did that. That made me feel great. I did that last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So something so simple, just even painting your toenails. Oh yeah, I did that. So I give myself weak goals, yeah. little ones that yeah. I know I can achieve. Yeah. But don't set yourself up like I'm going to go mm-hmm. to the gym and because that was me. And then I get so disappointed and down on myself. Exactly. So great, great tips. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you're you so welcome. much. You're the pro at this. Oh, no, no. <laughs> no, no. It's just, uh, you know, gentle reminders for myself and, and others, right? Dr. Mandy, thank you so much. I really value everything that you share today. Thank, thank you. you. If you want more information, I, I post a lot and advocate a lot for women on my Instagram account for all ages okay. um, and women, obviously, as well for kids. So, yeah, please follow okay. me on that, too. And um, always something new. Thank you for listening today. I really hope this brought new insights and value for you. Your support is welcomed and very much appreciated. By just taking two minutes, you can simply subscribe, rate, and review, which will then give others the opportunity to be part of the conversation. For more inspiring content, you can follow us at thrive underscore living. T-H-R-Y-V-E underscore living. My DMs are always open. I love connecting with the community, whether it's just to say hi or if you needed any form of support in motherhood or business, I'm here. Until next time. take a moment to share with you something that I am really, really excited about that is coming up this November. We are hosting our very first Thrive Circle. It is an interactive four-week self-discovery workshop for modern women in motherhood who are seeking connection, self-growth, and purpose. I feel like there are so many women and mothers right now that are seeking out a space to connect with others, to really feel supported, and really, really feel seen. 
I think that there are so many things going on. Our lives feel intense all the time. We are constantly juggling everything. And I really wanted to create a space so women can come together very casually where we can explore our expanded identity in motherhood, have a dialogue on a variety of ways that we can redefine balance, self-care, and identify what our values and purpose are right now in our lives. We are going to host this four weeks in November, and it'll be a one-hour circle every week. During those times, I am super excited to also be partnering up with an incredible woman who is a new mom herself, who is experienced in sound bowl meditation and also practicing breath work. Within these four weeks, not only are we going to be opening up a really safe and supportive dialogue But we're also going to be offering an opportunity to decompress, an opportunity to find peace within ourselves and to learn really practical tools of breath work and forms of meditation that we can bring into our daily lives. Registration for the Thrive Circle is now open. I encourage any of you who are interested to go on to our website. It is thrive.ca, T-H-R-Y-V-E dot C-A, and find the circle under the events section, and you can register and sign up. It is just going to be a really beautiful, intimate experience that will hopefully help you along your journey in motherhood right now, even during those busy seasons.